Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. If you had to support another team or you die, who would it be? Straight into that uh, football chat. Um, There'll be people listening to this on their way to the football, nine hours from Plymouth or whatever it is to Newcastle, and they need a question to get themselves going. So if you had to support another team or you die, die, who would it be? Another team in the world, because I have a soft spot for, I have a soft spot for Sampdoria, for example. Right. Can I pledge my Why is that? I, I don't know, I'm the generation, I like the kit. Good kit. I, I think kit it's is crucial, isn't it? I like the kit. It's a wonderful part of the world. Glorious, privileged, it has a produces a wonderful person. Um, David Platt used to play there, Des Walker used to play there, there's an England Connect. Danny Dicchio. Also huge, huge, <laughs> legend huge I'm a huge club. fan of. Attilio yeah. Lombardo. Attilio Lombardo, yeah, yeah. big fan for, and he became a bald eagle, didn't he, because he went and played for Palace. He, he did, did. Yeah, he's he like did, a yeah. double pundit. Yeah, nice. So you go Sampdoria? I'd go Sampdoria. I, I, mean, I, oh, I thought that was a nice introductory question for you, but I actually was very keen to see what Flav would say. You have to answer it, or you die. Or you die. Um, I don't know. I, uh, Harry, or you die. Haringey Borough. Because it's on White Hart Lane. The closest, closest Tottenham's I can get. That feels like a cop-out. It does. Uh, I they're not even a real team. I've always, I've always, I always had a soft spot for Palace for some reason. Have you? And, yeah, oh. and they come into they've come into the the Premier League, and obviously that's just unacceptable. But when no, we're not <laughs> them coming into the Premier League, it, well, it's unacceptable to have any kind of soft spot for people that you played regularly. But uh, when I was a kid, I liked the Eagle badge, and when I was young, I quite liked going to Sellers Park when I was when I was a kid. So I don't, I don't know. That, that's the only thing. But I hate everybody. Mm. Who, everybody who comes to Tottenham is my enemy, and we must destroy them. So you would like to support Crystal Palace, is what you're saying? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> Seems, you said that. That's what you said. Do you always feel like that? Whoever comes, yeah, like, they have to be destroyed. So, say for example, you're on my, you're on my path. Say for example, and you're, you're not playing, welcome. Last day of the season, you were playing Palace, but if you lost to Palace, Arsenal were relegated. So Palace need the points to stay up. Arsenal go down if you lose to Palace. Yeah. Do you still want to destroy the team that comes? Absolutely not. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> I would happily lose a game so Arsenal get relegated. Good. Yep. So no, I just to check it Another out. rule, a little fun for you. Always hate Chelsea unless they're playing Arsenal. 
and then then support Chelsea. There's a, there's a hierarchy of hatred, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I don't ever support Chelsea, but if I'm watching it, I'm wanting Chelsea to win. So if that is yeah. supporting, then in that instance, yeah. But, um, so you have supported Chelsea in the past against Arsenal. I support anyone who plays. So we can cut there, though, can't we? <laughs> As a social clip. So you yeah. have supported Chelsea in the past. On social I think media. I feel like that. I feel like that. exactly the same. But topic. If we can get uh, this is on uh, YouTube, of course, on the Bull Street channel. If you're not subscribed to that, do that right now. Um, and on iTunes as well, just search one for the weekend, and you can listen and maybe subscribe if you want to to mm. the podcast. Um, if this video gets a thousand likes. We will clip up that bit and put it on social. All right. <laughs> yeah? What are you expecting? You people right. go, oh, that's, that, I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> but some <laughs> people might. Some There's a lot of people who've got a legion of fans out there. <sighs> yeah, go on, carry on. And we will do that. So hit that like button. Can, uh, I, can I establish some rules about this first, just so we know? Everyone, yes. last, we watched last week, Statman Dave. Every time Statman Dave wound me up, I tried to expose him with a trivia question. The days. Example is Rory from CFC Fan TV, and as a Chelsea fan, he's bound to wind me up. Absolutely. Uh, so we're going to talk about all that celery stuff with Rory. What is it? I'm not really sure. So those who don't know the connection between Chelsea and celery, oh. Rory's going to enlighten us. Apparently, um, <laughs> I met Sven last week. We're going to talk about my night out with Sven Goran Eriksson, and it's also going to be. We've got a little clip of uh, me chatting with him, and there's a story behind that, and then we can briefly talk about. Um, and he's going to give away uh, one prediction from his fan league uh, set of 13 games this week. Rory is a fan league man as well. You've got your own league. You're in the one for the weekend league. We'll talk about your profile as well. But we're also going to be talking about the big games of the weekend. Which game is a bigger game? Everton versus Arsenal or Liverpool versus Spurs? Should we give Arsenal a break? Should we give Stoke a break? And rumours about... A longer period of time at, at Wembley. Um, Flav's going to tell us about that. There's going to be a massive shock this weekend. I'll dive into that for you guys. Mm. We've also got, of course, Soldiers Lost in Battle. And I've got a little game for Rory at the end, which is called Next Gen or Regen, which okay. is a game of... You've got so many lone players. Chelsea got so many lone players. So I've got a list of names. Which, which of these players are, were the next generation of Chelsea players? And which one were just regenerated players on Football Manager? All right. Testing your knowledge. Stick around That's for good. that That's at the sounds end. Sounds very difficult. That yeah. is going to be difficult. I'll be surprised. They're all recent, <laughs> recent uh, players, 2015-16 season. So, uh, let's start off with um, Rory's Fan League profile. So, this podcast is brought to you by Fan League. Um, it's an app that we all play along with every single weekend. You can too. If you want to join the one for the weekend league, um, we're in it. You know, yeah. great. I didn't have a great week last week, but I'm hoping to do better this week. Rory's in the league as well. I'm, I'm, I'm fully on board with the what used to be an accusation, but now it's just a fact that I know nothing about football. <laughs> well, that's your. Well, that's what's. I mean, worrying, but it, it, it makes you curious as well with the app. Is that you get your stats, mm. and it's quite good. So Rory's profile, I've got it right here. Your overall status is bronze at the moment, uh, with your best score eight out of thirteen. Bronze is great. I don't think there's a fourth There's nothing lower than bronze okay. So it's not Yeah, I don't think you're doing great Yeah, you're last But I'm on the podium uh, Yeah, sure okay. If that's what you need Great uh, seven, <laughs> Your average score is 7 out of 13 Again, needs to be a little bit better it's Better than me uh, 11 people in your tree Which is good So if, if those guys win money And you've played the same week You can win some money as well Excellent. So the one thing I wanted to talk about Was profession You've put sports pundit <laughs> <laughs> have I? You have. I didn't even know that was an option on there. Now, 
I, I think pundit, football pundit, I, I, I would go with that. I think that's fine. Sports sure. pundit. So yeah. what other sports are you dabbling in in your pundit? I, 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 that is definitely... It's a hoax. It's, it's almost a malicious hoax. It's not... It's, it bears no one who re- fills in your profiles for you, though? It bears no resemblance to the truth, yeah. I would never, ever refer to myself as that intentionally. Right. Um... Yeah, it's, it's false. Okay. Uh, how have you found the predicting process? Hard. Yeah. It's really hard. It's difficult. Yeah. I'm, uh, I think, I mean, the way that you spun that intro is that 8 out of 13 <laughs> isn't anything to be proud of. I mean, it's not. You're not going to make money of that. 10 or more you need. 8 out of 13 money. is impressive, though. My, my season average is 6.25. As, there we go, case proven. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, out of all 26 to 45 year olds, I'm 911. Really? Wow. Yeah. So one of the interesting things about this this app, the Fanny Gap, is they compare you based on football club. So the better you do, you can rank higher again. So it's quite important to me on in every level that we beat Arsenal. Yeah. But it's a little bit worrying that DT is smashing it. Yeah, he's so good at this. Yeah, he is. So so you so good at that. That's as well because you quite like for someone who's so certain about his opinions on things, it'd be quite nice if he was all thought this. Yeah. No, no, no. Right. He completely validates everything he says. If you want to get involved, you compete against DT or any of us. You can download it in the App Store or using the link in the description below if you're watching YouTube. Yep. Uh, search my name, James Alcott, and I'll invite you. Uh, it's going all season long, so come and get involved. Um, right, Chelsea. Yes. If we did this podcast last week, then your vibe would probably be a bit happier, yeah. right? Not very happy, are we? No, it's been a terrible week. It's been a really, really torturous week to go to Palace and lose to a Hodgson team a team that Chelsea should be certainly beating <laughs> should we talk about your t- little Twitter storm do you want to explain what happened <laughs> yeah I mean I, I imagine most people are aware but I I made a very bold statement where I gave five reasons why Chelsea would beat Crystal Palace the the biggest reason the reason that I put the most amount of uh, validation in was because Roy Hodgson is the manager of Crystal Palace and I have so much faith in our manager and Roy Hodgson is my mortal enemy I, there is no man in football who I dislike more than Roy Hodgson. Why, why is that? Mortal like? enemy. No, listen, he's this my, is a good story. He's my mortal enemy. He, um, ru- he ruined my life twice. No man has ruined my life twice. Um, maybe my dad, but that's another, <laughs> that's another story. Not for this um, but no, like Roy Hodgson, twice, twice in my life, has completely obliterated my plans. 2014, saved up, went to the World Cup. England were out 24 hours. So I'm, I'm in Brazil, booked for a two and a half week jaunt. I've planned it for, for two years, saved up. I've worked out, looking at the group, studied it for hours upon end, worked out exactly where England would finish. And I predicted we would finish second in the group, which meant we would play who finished top of the group, uh, the other group. It would have been Colombia at the Maracanã. So I made sure I had tickets for that. Then tickets, then tickets for one more. Then I was going to fly home. Mm. England were out 24 hours after my plane touchdown. <laughs> 24 hours. It was a new low for English football. We didn't even have to bother playing a third game in the group. I remember that. That was horrible, was, that last yeah, yeah. game. That was oh, the Costa Rica game. Oh, yeah, I mean, I went, it was quite good fun, actually. But it was, yeah, I mean, it was abysmal. So lots of people are far more forgiving than I am. They gave Hodgson another chance. You know, bring it home. Make this your moment. Iceland then happened. Two years later, I've saved up, I've got to France, I've gone to Nice, I've planned it all, I'm a Monday night in Nice, I've had to like, I actually had to quit a job I was on to get to it, because they wouldn't let me have the time off, so I quit. Wow. Went to this, uh, went to the tournament. Had a go. Yeah, it went badly, because of Roy Hodgson. So, I I get it. I let rip on a video, 
So it's three times. Two times he's, he's done you. He's done me again. He's had a hat trick. <laughs> he scored a hat trick. <laughs> These things happen in threes, though. Yeah. Well, that's it done. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. I should have put Soldiers Lost in Battle music. To yeah. yeah, yeah. Brilliant. I might not be needing these. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're doing ever so well. Um, so yeah, the, the Roma game looked like it was fine. Two 0 up, and then. Um, Jekko and Kolarov you wonder like they go, go off into the ether and the oh god right they're yeah. at AS Roma Jekko's goals ridiculous yeah Kolarov wasn't uh, bad either and now you play Watford this weekend and, yeah. and it's a bad time to play Watford well, Watford well. will be buoyant Watford will be looking at the Chelsea game the Chelsea, like what's going on at Stamford Bridge and think lovely what a time <laughs> to be what a lovely time to be arriving at Stamford Bridge I, I think if Watford go home if Watford go home with a point they'll probably be disappointed Watford yeah I mean I think they I think I think Obviously, sure they do. That's, that's an overreaction. If I was a Watford fan going into this game, the turmoil that Chelsea are in, you should have seen us. Turmoil, Rory. Turmoil? There's a problem. There's a real problem. And can you imagine just how it is in the club for somebody like Antonio Conte? He looks up in the director's box, sitting in the chairman's box, in fact, is uh, Ancelotti. It's not, it's not good times at Chelsea. Roma 3-0 will be I'm portrayed sorry. anybody who wasn't at that game or anybody who hasn't seen that game will portray that game as this thriller what a game the Champions League in all its glory bollocks it was painful It was. we were shocking and I have absolutely no idea how we managed to score three goals right I'm going to have to go early two soldiers lost in battle because you thinking that Chelsea are in turmoil these guys are in turmoil okay Flav do your thing so sometimes <laughs> Sometimes, obviously, there's times in life where you, where, where you struggle and, 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 and football can be your saviour. And for many men, it is. But for some of the stories you're about to hear, um, that option of, of, of an island in the distance that gives you some respite in your life was cruelly, cruelly taken away from him, and it was but a mirage. <laughs> wow. Fantastic. Vedant's Channel 2. I was touring England back in November 2015. I really wanted to see my favourite team, Liverpool, play in the Premier League. Due to the international break, the only two matches which I could see them see were them playing against City in Manchester and against Palace in London. I bought the tickets pretty late and then chose the Palace game because I was saving £7 on the ticket price. Liverpool lost 2-1 to Palace and won 4-1 against City. <laughs> Poor Spurs were fooled by a dodgy lasagna and defeated by West Ham on the final day of 2005-2006, Premier League season which denied them a Champions League spot. Ten players went down with a stomach bug, having eaten at the Marriott Hotel in West India Cay the night before. According to ex-Spurs player Timo Tainio, it is still the biggest disappointment of my career. Poor David James. Although his recent comments have been not well received <laughs> regarding the Ennio Luke, I think. David James was let down in 1997 by the world of gaming. After a trio of howlers cost Liverpool and against Newcastle in 1997, he said, I was getting carried away playing Tekken 2 and Tomb Raider for hours on end. James never truly shook off accusations of being an error-prone keeper. And finally... The Crystal Palace cheerleaders for years provided diligent service to Crystal Palace. 
All of, all of this time and effort meant nothing to the Palace fans, who pointed the finger there at their own cheerleaders when they were languishing in the championship, at the bottom of the championship table. Supporters said the Crystals were distracting the players, luring them like sirens to the rocks of relegation. <laughs> Excellent metaphor. Sirens to yeah. the rocks of... What a metaphor. So I had to go find some <laughs> difficult, sad stories this week. Mm. Um, so... Get back on it, boys and girls. In the comments below, we want to read. The week before, if you haven't seen last week's uh, podcast, Soldiers Lost in Battle, there was a story from a guy about a Preston playoff game, and it was absolutely fantastic. I want to read out your stories, the saddest stories of uh, around football, so get them in the comments, or, and I'll read them out. Or it could just be one when your missus made you go to Ikea instead of the football. Anything. When you missed a great game for a reason that wasn't your fault. That's the saddest what moments about. in football. Soldiers Lost in Battle. More of that next week. More of that next week. Um, celery. Chelsea. What? Yeah, I, I, it's a question I could ask you, James. I think I don't think there's a definitive answer to this. There are a few suggestions, um, but it's. A, I think it's a wonderful tradition, and I think it's a sad state of affairs that it's banned. They banned it. So, for the people who don't know, what is what Why is this? Because I, I was thinking, right, what can we talk to Rory about Seth Chelsea? Fabulous. And then Chelsea and Celery came into my head because there's a few songs that are which you don't have to recite. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but yeah. yeah, there's a song Chelsea fans. Uh, when things are good, or when things are good, the song comes out, and sometimes less good, it will come out when there is a female in eyeline. So, say for example, last Disgusting. week, last weekend against Palace, Sean Macy was running the line. Oh no, Celery was fun. Okay, just so people know, I'm not going to sing it. I'm going to bleep the the the, 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 the curse word. Oh, the, the Have I opened up a can of worms here? No. No, 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 no. So it's, it's celery, celery. If she don't articulate up with a lump of celery, yes, um, exactly. I mean, it's it's in it's pretty. It's I think it's it's supposed to be quite tame. I think that from when it was sung to today, the world has changed a from? bit. Well, I think the the theory that seems to have the most amount of. of traction, traction is that Chelsea played a game away at Gillingham. I think. Chelsea played at Gillingham. Gillingham's ground was cultivated in a less than glamorous fashion, and celery used to naturally grow. <laughs> the Gillingham fans used to sing about it. Right. Chelsea played against them, enjoyed their chant, and robbed it to get home. That happens a lot in football. A lot of people get now. Quite, um, now it's uh, everything is sung to the same. There was the, the um, there was the Pirate song, which became yeah. famous, but it was it's actually. Newcastle's Newcastle Newcastle did it originally but the one that did it the one that went everywhere and I mean credit to Liverpool because they, they were the pioneers it was that Sloop John B song that we won it five times we won it five yeah, times yeah. and then it became it became pretty much any sentiment you wanted to convey was conveyed to that tune that for was about a, three yeah, years that was a universal football truth uh, two weeks ago that like 90% of songs are sung to that chant yeah. and now it's um Du, 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 du. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, Which is not a new so, song, so, is it? So. No. Well, it was originally. I, I think again, I could have this wrong, but I think the pioneers of that were United fans with Oh Robin Van Persie. And now uh, there was a there was a, a low moment, a really low moment in my Chelsea supporting career when we seemed to have about three players on the pitch who we would serenade with the same song. So, for example. Alvaro Morata yeah. Oh Pedro Rodriguez But this is the same and group of fans that just went Diego, Diego over and over again which is the worst chant in yeah, football I, I agree, I, I've got an issue with any, any sort of first name they're not your mate 
Thank you. I've I'm putting these away. We're not going to change at all. <laughs> They're not your mates. They're like, your mates. Don't call him like. Yeah. Don't like. Who is it? Um, we do it with JT. When yeah. John Terry's on the ball. Yeah. JT. Gerard. Stevie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stevie yeah, yeah, G. Yeah, yeah. He don't know you. He don't know you. Yeah. You don't call him by his first name. Yeah. You know him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Too familiar. Too familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too familiar. Mr. Gerard scoring another goal. Yeah. Is that what you want? But it's better than just going, all right, Steve. What? Don't know I you think know. a commentator can have a different approach to a fan. A commentator could refer to him as Steve Gerard, Stevie Gerard. But I think as a I fan. Think, I think the opposite. I think as a. Also, with Gerard, we've kind of picked the one player who his name has become. The, the, both his names. I ain't having it. Generally speaking, I hate it. And, and you know, the example you said, Diego chanting, a one word chant. Hang yeah, on, sorry. First name, it's appalling. It's an appalling way to, to demonstrate our love for an incredible Gary, striker. Gary! Exactly, exactly. Hang on, exactly. But of all the things in the world you can be getting angry about, and all the things you're going to be angry about right now, but why? Because you should be creative. Terraces, terraces are an opportunity for. Historically, they, they, they were a hot, hotbed, hotbeds of creativity, and also there was Sorry. going to football. Going to <laughs> football was of creativity. Absolutely, literally. Is that where Tracy Emin came from? Going, going back, in, you know, originally what football was. Football should be, and it's sad that it isn't. Football should be a rite of passage for working class kids to go and express themselves. Yeah. And when working class kids express themselves, it manifests itself in lots of different forms. It might be graffiti, it might be it might be songs, it might be music, it might be it might be clothing, it might That's be anything. Funny. Always. But, but the fact that the fact that it's changed, <laughs> generally young people will make a racket and be creative with it. The fact that football is no longer about <laughs> young people yeah. means that the very serious point here, James. Sorry, I've got to for that. a very serious point. <laughs> um I'm not talking anymore. <laughs> Give him a question. Yeah. He's, he's misbehaved. Yeah, you are. You are he's giggling misbehaved. to yourself like a t- child. Sorry. There you go. Who was the last player to captain England before David Beckham? Cheer. No. No, uh, no, that's the wrong answer. Martin Keown. Martin, oh, God. Right, let's crack on. That's sad. That's brought me back to it. <laughs> uh, right. Game of the weekend. Everton versus Arsenal or Liverpool versus Spurs. Which one would you say is the game of the weekend? Uh, there's a lot riding on it. You know, there's a lot of tension in all of the games. I suppose the least amount of pressure is on Tottenham. Although, how, however, if we win, that's another kind of the hoodoo's gone. You beat Liverpool at home at Wembley. You don't have to worry about anything at all. Yeah, uh, Liverpool, again. yeah, Liverpool need to win because despite their seven nil winning against Maribor in a week. There's still some pressure in the league. They're below where they need to be, really. But really, if you think of the, the what this means, it's got to be Everton and Arsenal because Wenger is on the, coming off the back of a, a defeat to Watford. Um, they've got a tricky tie this evening, mm-hmm. uh, or last night. They had a tricky tie. Don't know how that went. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, but if they lose, the fans are going to be on their back again. Play, and this could yeah. be the last game Koeman manages Evan. Well, that's a good point, though, for, because this is Premier League, and you can so you can put all the European stuff to one side, really, because it, Maribor and you getting a decent point at, um, at Madrid is, is absolutely irrelevant. Because the bottom line is, if you if you don't, these are the home games that you actually, if you want actually, if you do want to win the league, you actually kind of need to beat these guys. Yeah, I mean, we need to. Uh, if we want to win the league, we have to win against Liverpool. The likely is we're not going to win the league. Oh, no. So, you know, as good as or as mediocre as Liverpool have been at times, they are typically good against other top six sides. And they've actually got quite a decent 
record against you guys, haven't they? I've yeah, I've seen a few games. Uh, well, we drew. We draw on every game we've played with them, but they've had the better of us yeah. over the ninety minutes. Uh, Everton versus Arsenal. Um, two managers under massive, massive uh, scrutiny. Should we be giving Arsenal a little bit of a break here? Because the reason I say that is because I think they are. It's get, it feels like it's getting to a point where they're getting bullied a bit now. Yeah. The manager, the players, they are by both their own fans and I think everyone else watching it. But naturally, is this just a squad that is in a... And that is probably down to the manager. It's his fault that Sanchez isn't firing, Ozil's not firing. The best players that you've got aren't doing much. And so then no you're cojones. left with the rest. Apparently they've got no co-owners. Yeah, Dini like, jumping on, the, on that and get, getting angry. But look, is that actually a squad that... You know, if they finish fourth, that's actually a good season for, for Arsenal. It's a great season. It's not a good season for Arsenal. What, where they've come from? It's, it, Arsenal Football Club, as, as an entity, and you definitely empathise with this, it isn't a good season for Arsenal. Arsenal, anything that isn't... The same way Liverpool, this applies to Liverpool, Manchester United... with the United squad Jones, that they've got. No, when, uh, Arsenal, perhaps a, new, a newer breed of Arsenal fan would settle for that. But any Arsenal fan that I know from my area, Arsenal win the league. And if they don't win the league, they nearly win the league. All this fourth is nonsense. Settling for a cup and finishing fifth. It's not the Arsenal that I know. I get that. As, as, a, as a word of point, I get that. But if you look at that squad and compare it to the other squads... Yeah, nobody does that, though. Nobody's, nobody's happy with their lot. Like, Chelsea last season didn't go, do you know what, City got the best team, we, they can win the league. Like, you, you want to win the league irrespective of, this, of your squad. And also, Arsenal... On their day, with the first eleven, I think under a different manager for sure. They're a good team, you know. I think I think it's it's so troubled there now. I don't know what. I think it's gone so far that I don't know what the answer is. You look at their wage spend as well. They need to be up much higher than fourth. Mm. They should be challenging, but they're not. But you know, as I said, we all know. I guess the the swing of a (coughs) of a player and and their productivity. Özil Sanchez, Jacker. Basically, all of them are on that, that yeah, downturn exactly. at the moment. Exactly. Mm. And, I mean, you look at somebody like Mesut Ozil's performances of late, and it's, it's just not the player that we know. I mean, I know that, I know that he's often had sort of bad games and whatever, but it seems to be consistently out of his depth mm. at the moment. And, I mean, short of sacking the manager, which isn't going to happen. So when we're talking about people under pressure, out of the four, you know, four massive clubs involved in the fixtures that we're discussing... The person with the easiest weekend is Wenger. Yeah. Because irrespective of the result, Tottenham lose. Tottenham lose. I'll be on flav about the problems at Wembley and calling Potter a loser and that kind of thing. So pressure. Koeman's probably gone. Klopp is having a lot of questions asked about him. What happens if Arsenal lose? Nothing. Literally nothing. N- not for the end. That, could you, and you can not even for the next see two years. Yeah, exactly. And, and so who gets you out of that rut? You look, you're looking to... Yeah, you managed to galvanise, which it seems like you can't really do, or leaders. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Within the team. Which they don't have. Which they don't seem to have. I mean, they're, they're, benefit, they're, they're in a beneficial position. Some of them have got facing Everton who are more rudderless than, than Arsenal. Mm. Um, which makes it a bigger game, though, because I think they, the, the important thing is they're playing at home. So if the they don't game. win that... Then it's going to be a disaster if they don't win that. It's the bully game for sure. Um, And and just to answer your question, Nadi being bullied and doesn't need to stop. I mean, all (laughs) bullying is bad and and it should always stop. But to every rule, there is a a, a caveat. (laughs) Yes, exactly. uh, Football is an unforgiving, unforgiving place and narrative and the ease of writing a certain story or talking a certain way about a football club will always win out. They will get their break when they start performing better. It's up to them to change or stand up to the bullies. And like, never feel too sorry for them because I can remember going to Arsenal. We went to Arsenal for years, couldn't get a result. Mm. They would forever rub our noses in it. So you won the league in black yeah. and white. I would say I don't, I don't feel sorry for them whatsoever. But there gets a point where it's almost be kind of it's so sided one way that are we not are we missing the point with any kind of glimpse of hope that they might have? Because oh, it's just going so quick to go. And there are so many uh, Arsenal uh, ex-players that are ready to go up well back in my day. Yeah, yeah. And it's the same problem that other teams have had in the past. Liverpool had that for, during the yeah, sort yeah. Of, uh, 90s and early noughties, is that you had all these guys that it's almost like an albatross around the necks of the players playing there because the one person talking about those performances was the guy who's done it all. Who's Everybody done it and it, finished yeah. and won it all. Yeah. And so it's, uh, I think it's... Uh, I wouldn't want to be an Arsenal player right now because that, that's tricky to get yourself out of it. But, but they, they are in the perfect position to get themselves out of it. Beat Everton 3-0. Shuts us up. Mm. And as you are, I, you know, we did a Sunday breakdown which uh, that's on again this Sunday. I'll be chatting live from 6pm uh, talking about these games. But I, in that video, I, I spoke about can Man United win a title playing like that against Liverpool? Bottom line is they got the draw and, and they played awful against Benfica. But again, they got the win. The win. It's so Mourinho. Yeah. They'll win the league. Like, they can win the league like that. It'd be no surprise for Mourinho to lift the trophy in May. No surprise at all. I'd be surprised because I just think Man City looks so good. But the, my point is, is that when they, they can grind out results, I'm not sure Arsenal can grind out results. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they get on. Um, 
Should we give Stoke a break as well? Stoke City versus Bournemouth this weekend. Massive game for Stoke City. The, I, I know uh, Elliot from Bear Pit TV, I was listening to him and Craig do their podcast uh, earlier this week, and they had to do a podcast about the 7-2 game. What did they say? <laughs> well, it was kind of... Um, I mean, they were, they were saying how, how poor it was uh, and how Mark Hughes doesn't seem to have a plan there. And then I was sort of off camera and they were asking me, what was it like at QPR when you had a bad time? And I essentially described the squad that they seem to have there as well. They've got names, but not got the kind of mm. the fight and the grit, which you probably need in mid-table when you're having a bit of a difficult time in playing those big teams. Um, but then I said, I said to them, look, I can't remember what they said, but Man City beat, you know, they're, they're beating everyone by a lot. Chelsea aren't beating everyone by a lot, though, and Chelsea be stoked by a lot. True, they've been 4-0. Mm. Um, but the 7-2, it would make you go, especially in the, the way that is the climate is now in football, that you would go, right, he's in trouble, he's got, he's got to go. Mm. And there is certain rumblings about that with Stoke City, but when you're playing Man City and they're playing like that, do you need to give them a little bit of break? Because it's going to be because Watford, who we're singing all their praises, they lost 6-0 to But, But we're not... If, if, if Every game needs a bit of context. So losing 7-2 to Stoke... Uh, so, sorry, losing 7-2 to Manchester City means nothing on its own. Happens to the best. You know, it could happen to anyone. But it's not. It's cumulative. It's yeah. losing 4-0 to Chelsea. It's then losing to um, City... And yeah, I think questions do need to be asked of you. But it's massive. That's why this weekend is a massive game. At home, Bournemouth not doing well so far. This yes, season. they need to be Bournemouth. They need to be yeah. winning those games. What I would say is Bournemouth were a lot better and more organised than I thought they would be when, when we had a tough time beating them. Uh, really tough. We won, nil, we won 1-0. There is, I would say, out of all the teams down there at the bottom, they're the least likely to be relegated. See, what's going to be interesting is that you know, still Shakespeare loses his job this week. Um, no, no chat about Eddie Howe at all. No, and they're not having the best of starts. Um, and he will turn it around, and they'll be absolutely fine. I right? think so. Yeah, I, I don't. Do you know? What? No, I, I don't understand this Eddie Howe uh, armor. I don't understand where it comes from. Oh yeah, he's the next England manager. He's the next Arsenal manager. What are people basing this on? Well, the fact that you've got a tiny club like Bournemouth. In, yeah, in the yeah. it's happened before. There. I mean, somebody got Swindon in the Premier League. Somebody, got, somebody, got, got, pumped. Pumped. somebody got, got Barnsley in the Premier League. They got pumped as well. Yeah, Bournemouth. Barnsley stayed, stayed up. up the first year. No, they didn't. Barnsley stayed up the first year. No, they didn't. Surely they didn't. No, they didn't. Okay, so, they did. Well, one Neil, Red, one of Neil Redfern kept him up, I'm convinced. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> I know the answer to that. Ball. Definitely. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, oh, no. The man who knows it all is disagreeing with me. That means I know nothing. This guy knows nothing. Can't even <laughs> prove himself. Uh, who are the only two players to win full England caps with five different Premier League uh, clubs each? Just give me one. Let us know the rest in the uh, comments below. So, played for five clubs and has an England cap? Uh, yeah, won full England. Yeah, who are the only two players to win full England caps? With give me a different, different question. Players. This is a terrible Danny question. Danny Murphy won. Uh, no. Unlucky there. Let's yeah. know in the comments. So. I'll give you the answer at the end of the show. Um, just one thing. Eddie Howe had kept Bournemouth up playing football. A tiny club like Bournemouth. Tiny wage bill. He, he does have, he does deserve a bigger job than Bournemouth. Maybe. But not the England job, not the Arsenal job. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. Uh, Spurs versus Liverpool. One thing we did want to talk about is one more year. One more year. One more year at Wembley. This so, is such good news. This is the best news well, that I've it's had. It's not news, this it's, it's rumour. Well, this is the best rumour <laughs> I've had. Okay, so I've heard things that the stadium... This has been kind of rumbling for a while, but that perhaps the Spurs stadium won't be ready for next season, uh, mainly due to... Um, not, not the, not, I'm so, so you, happy you, I feel like that little emoji You know that emoji That's like that Like, like praise that. the Lord That's me at the moment I just um, like a personified emoji I'm we, so happy 
so, so obviously from, from from the outside looking in, it looks like the progress is flying. That's great. That's great news. You got because you got more capacity, so you can get more people in, so you can make more money. Great. Yeah. yeah so we, the, so we're less chance of ending up like QPR. This has so, so many. This is so many, layered though. If, that, uh, if you stay another year, it means so many things. It's so good. It's, but apparently something to do with the cabling or something that needs to be stripped out took five months to put in it's taken another five months look at the knock on effect of it it would mean that it would mean that Tottenham have to stay at Wembley for another year which costs them a fortune which will affect their transfer budget which means they might have to sell players which if they stay there it means Chelsea can't go there which means we stay at Stamford Bridge for another year at least but what you can't buy players because you you have to rent it again they had to pay a fortune but if you ever rent it again and it's not your fault then you don't have to rent it do you as if Wembley go oh right bad luck on your cabling come here for free uh, they've done that on purpose. Oh, mate, my house, my house is flooded. Go, oh, that's all right. Moving to my house for nothing. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> fair enough. You might get a knockdown price, though. There's, it costs two million. God, it's expensive each game. You end up no making no money on gate receipts. So, yeah, that, that, that's the issue. But it won't affect our transfer. We have never spent any money in the last <laughs> ten years. <laughs> no, anyway. It may mean that you'll have to sell them. Well, we sell. We can We always sell. We still, still finish second and third. I, I wouldn't worry about the impact on Tottenham. You, you just worry about your own little football club. <laughs> fair all enough. right. Um, Burnley versus Man City this is where the shock is going to come people don't believe it but it's going to happen because Burnley are the master blockers they are, they what, are the it's blockers. incredible they have the top four <laughs> blockers. blockers in the Prem <laughs> what a Tarkowski, me, Cork that? and another one which I forgot to write down which I wish I had um, and what is a blocker? So blocks basically blocking shots. Where did you get this? This is it's an incredible article in the in the BBC. Um, but it's actually something that I I called a year ago. I say called. I, I read an article and someone else had spotted it. But it was I remember say, seeing it then. Then watching Burnley and it's a tactic that they've done for yeah for well over a year now. Um, they've so just to get a couple of stats across. <laughs> so good. So total shots uh, faced per game twenty six point eight per game. Right? That's <laughs> that's, that's nine out of yeah. the top five leagues in Europe. So ninety eight teams. That's ninety eight clearances. Forty three minutes. <laughs> every three minutes they got to face a shot. Forty three. <laughs> is, is that right? <laughs> Forty three clearances. Uh, that's the best. If it's best, that's the most in uh, the top five leagues. Possession, they've got the worst in the top five leagues. A second worst in total passes in 291. What is their goal? Difference? What are they good at? Well, you're telling us loads of bad things, but you're telling us they're going to upset City. Well, those are good things. Total shots on goal, uh, 8.3 per game. So the point of this is, and this is the tactic that they use, it, is, it is, does work, is that they, the back four, well, the two banks of four that they use, they don't, they essentially just defend the penalty area, the lines of the penalty area. So they're basically hedging their bets and allowing teams to have the ball, but not have the, and you can have the ball out wide. But if you cross it, then we've got We're two big guys it, to get yeah. rid of it. You can have it on the edge of the box as well. But we've got our wingers and our centre midfielders and our fullbacks all in one area and a block. So what? They completely concede possession wise. Have the, have it, whip it in, do what you like. Yep. But the second that it comes in. You're dead. Well, and so, so, sorry. This is the this is the crucial part of the tactic as well. Is that when they're defending, they're not defending space. They're just defending their goal. And so, when they're looking to block, they're, again, they're not they're all marking the space. They're saying central, and they're thinking where is the goal in correlation to to me and then the defender. Not where should I be showing him yeah, or yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that. And then the final, thing, a couple of great quotes here. So, uh, this is what I love. Sean Dyche. I reckon when players come into the club, he's like, stand there. <laughs> and he's got somebody like, right, and he go go to kick a ball, and the guy will turn around. You know, you know when you fake yeah, kick yeah, a ball yeah. or something, you go, 
don't ever do that again. <laughs> Tarkowski, right, the interview with Tarkowski, he's saying, apparently Sean Dyche, this is one of his pet hates. Uh, it's if you turn your back on the ball. Oh, sorry, that Ben Mee said that. Uh, you see a lot of goals go in off people who do that, and the gaffer expects you to stand there and take the pain. Geezer. Um, Burnley have a plus two goal difference, so whatever they're doing, is working. they're working. It's, it's working. incredible. And that's actually, you know, like giving, giving space out wide, uh, that is, uh, that's how Leicester won the league. So they can see the space out, outside. They had Wes Morgan and Robert Hoof at the back. And so they won't this is commit. This going to be our tactic tonight. So watch, watch Burnley next time. They won't commit to the ball. They won't try and go and win the ball. They go, you can have a shot, but I know where the goal is, and I'm going to try and block it from there. And uh, yeah, look, just to be willing to take the ball in the stomach or the face or where, wherever, and if it stops a goal, then it all counts. Can you imagine as a fan how much you'd love your team to be like that? Absolutely. It's, there's nothing more frustrating when a player does that in the wall, you know, curls up, it deflects off them. Yeah, there was, there was a time when uh, Adi Bayor and Paulinho both twisted away from the ball. Uh, I, think it was against, I think it might be against West Ham. And a ball curled in to the bottom, to the goal, and both of them had to come out with public apology. Yeah, rightly so. Okay. We're really sorry. And so, in terms of like creating a team in your own image, that is exactly what Sean Dyche is doing here. And they're playing Man City this weekend. Expect that to be a lot tighter than you. Well, I reckon they will concede forty six uh, shots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. To, to De Bruyne alone. Really? <laughs> it's be absolutely. The uh, thing, they're so good. Man City are so good at scoring goals from range that it, actually this may not work. How doesn't matter how good they are if they're, if they're being blocked. The Bruyne can put the ball wherever he wants. I'm yeah, sure he has to find some space. We'll see. It'd be interesting. Uh, so, do you want to play the Chelsea game next gen or regen, or do you want to talk about Sven? Well, rhymes, doesn't it? Sven. Sven's got to be more interesting. Okay. Um, so, first of all, uh, another quick plug for Fan League. Uh, Bra- he's a brand ambassador, like Jimmy Alcott. Mm. <laughs> We're pundits, and we give our we give our tips, give our tips, and I share my knowledge every single week with my picks. As does Sven Goran Eriksson, who I'm taking on each week. Bizarre, I know. Even more bizarre, headed over to Malta for, uh, for the sort of launch party of, of, of Fan League. And uh, got to meet Sven, and it was yeah, good, good well weird. Out, yeah. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> just a surreal thing, right? Lovely bloke. However you imagine Sven to be, that's exactly what he was like. Mm. He was just like, just calm. You could have a quick chat with him. He was fine. He's, it's amazing how many clubs he's, he's managed. Benfica, Sampdoria, Lazio. Roma, Lazio, England, Ivory Coast, Mexico, Notts County. What's he up to at the moment? He's uh, so he's just finished with a uh, Chinese club, family. and he's just concentrating on his family. Back Where does he live? Uh, he's just moved back to Sweden just <laughs> a couple of months ago. Yeah, he used, used to live near me. Did he? Well, we should well, so, Oh, actually, I can't talk about that. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, you can't do that. That's exactly no, I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> So we, uh, we, I sat down with him in Malta. We're going to throw to a clip now. Uh, uh, this is one of uh, Sven's predictions, and he also talks about Jose Mourinho and Alex Ferguson briefly. Check it out. Huddersfield Town versus Manchester United. Huddersfield doing so well coming up, being promoted. Um, David Wagner doing very well there. It's been an incredible rise for them against Manchester United, who uh, I'm sure you had some dealing with, dealings with in the past. Was Mourinho easier to deal with than uh, than Fergie? Yeah, it was very easy. He was easy to deal with uh, Mourinho. Right. He said to me, when it's England, you and 
you are in charge of all the Chelsea players? He had, was in Chelsea at that time. Mm. So no problem at all. Ferguson was a little bit different. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah seems like on occasion a slightly angry man. Um, man United are doing very well this season. Do you, uh, This is a banker for you, I'm guessing. Yes. Yes. United will uh, will win that game, I'm sure. Yeah, no, there's no chance and of a shot it, it at all. It suits them very well because they will defend, sometimes a little bit deep, mm. and when they win the ball, they will kill. So even a team like Huddersfield Town, they'll I, still defend deep, Man United? I think so, away. Mourinho, he's... He likes that, doesn't keep, he? Keep zero there and yeah. uh, you will win the game. Go on then, tell us about your night out with Sven. So, uh, yeah, got there and... Uh, Jars are flowing, aren't they? Like a few beers? Yeah, a few beers. Some beers, beers are the boys! <laughs> <laughs> yep. And, uh, yeah, Sven... He likes a glass of red wine as well. Yeah, I can imagine. It's lovely. And we went, anyway, we went from the the office where the party was to uh, a lovely bar uh, where they'd made special cocktails, including the Svendessa cocktail. Can't you get it? Are you sure they did? Yeah, well, that's that's my pun, so don't ever get that. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so I had a few drinks and then it was like, so imagine, we've all been in clubs, right? And if you haven't, once you're 18, then you can do that. And (laughs) when you go to an average club, there'll be like sort of booths, right? And so when we were there, we were sat down, having like a cocktail or or Sven was having a glass of red wine, and it was like it was midnight, and we we're all chatting there, and I was just looking, I was sat next to Sven Goran Eriksson, I remember thinking this is weird, yeah, really weird, like not that he's weird, just the, yeah, whole, the whole situation is yeah. odd. Yeah, yeah. And then he was like, guys, I've got to go, I've got to go. Oh no, absolute professional. I was like, oh, don't go, Sven. I was like, no. <laughs> and he said, right, stay. No. He went, no, you guys crack on. Not, like, <laughs> not in that voice. And, and anyway, he then so he then left. So we finished our drink and then we're like, right, let's, um, let's, let's keep this party going. We went outside. Sven's there. He's got caught up. He's had another drink, hasn't he? <laughs> oh, he just, wanted, he just wanted different company. Possibly, he wasn't going anywhere. Possibly, possibly. <laughs> he's wanted better company. Um, so, yeah, so then uh, I tried to get him to go to karaoke bar because what the hell incredible would that be? <laughs> wasn't keen. Um, so how how was much did you persist? Uh, not for a, not for a very long time. Come on! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just the game awkward. Come on! Are you yeah. still friends? Have Fine, you, come! Have you, have you been, like, WhatsApping since? We uh, didn't exchange numbers. Um, Did you try? I can tell. No, I think that, that might be not in itself. Uh, but the next day, I wasn't feeling my best, to be honest. And then you can see this clip, uh, the whole, uh, all of the predictions of uh, Sven uh, on the Fan League um, YouTube channel. We'll put a link in the description. But we went to go set up, and I wasn't, I was, fe- I wasn't, I wasn't feeling great. And um, I'm going to reveal something to the Fan League people here now as well because they don't know about this. I got there, and uh, we had this lovely bar that we were going to like do the bit of filming on which you've just seen if you're watching the clip and, uh, and they were just about to go get Sven and they I, I felt a rumble oh no in my stomach and I was like okay oh. now I'm okay oh, I'm alright alright then I had a, an upper rumble <laughs> oh and I, they went I was just yeah I'm just going to get Sven bring him back I was like <laughs> and that was oh that was my chance so I said have you got a uh, is there a is there a uh, is there a toilet here yeah, 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 yeah. And I just jolly walked up there. Sick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Chaos. Oh. Came out. There he is, Sven. How gleaming. Bougie, gleaming. How good bougie was the previous night? I don't know. I just, I was, it was too, too much for me. I don't know if it was there. Yeah, something. Apparently Maybe it was, it was a vendetta. Maybe. <laughs> put a curse on me, yeah. So then I had to, um, yeah, I had to, utter professional, didn't even bring it up, Flav, till mm. now. Probably a bad idea. Anyway, I, d- I couldn't tell when I'm watching the film. I couldn't tell you. See if you can tell. <laughs> yeah, James. Go check that out. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, that's my uh, that's my story with Sven. But I, I felt like I kept myself professional, did it on my own time. But probably the only unprofessional thing I've done now is we tell stories. That's why it's fine. He's, football fans, he's, actually, yeah, he's had a wonderful life, then. When you just talk through the clubs that he's managed there, he's a, yeah, what a, what a life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Did you talk football with him all? You did, we did. We chatted about uh, England. Um, we've also done another video with him, which uh, we've got some questions that have been answered from uh, some sort of some some of their fan ambassadors. So um, Ian McIntosh, DT, sent him a question. Uh, Dean from Four Four Tunes. Um, someone asked him about Donald Trump. So he gives his thoughts on Donald Trump, and that's going to be uh, coming soon on the channel. So yeah, subscribe to Wall Street if you, if you want to check out that. Sven Goran Eriksson's opinions on, of uh, all on of Donald the things Trump. To talk to Sven Goran Eriksson about, I'd be so interested to sit and have a chat with him. What? Why <laughs> no, do you care it? about his politics? Oh no, I think it's just—it's quite a pertinent question, I guess. But no, we spoke yeah, about all sorts. England. We did speak about all sorts. He's in charge of that Lazio team. Yeah. Well, it was—it was fascinating talking about talking about England, talking about Euro two thousand and six, talking about. Uh, he talks about his angriest moment uh, as England manager as well, which is uh, yeah, all coming soon. Oh, lovely. So yeah, nice little teaser. Uh, last little bit. Uh, next gen or regen? Now, you've, just talk us through the Chelsea loan system. It's an incredibly successful system. True. It doesn't work for me. It's not what I want from a youth system. But in terms of what it's designed to do, it's probably the best in the world. Yeah. And the point of it is, is to produce young footballers and sell them for a profit and, turn, and therefore turn the club a profit. Yeah. And that works better than anywhere else in football, I think. If you look at, if you look at some of the deals done relatively recently... Um, just quick caveat mm. I disagree with this I want people that have been at the club since they were eight to play for the first team that's yeah. the point of a youth system for me I will feel an affinity with you know a player like Nathaniel Chaloba way more than I will lad who's brought in at least to begin with because Nathaniel Chaloba is me he's you know better at football than me but he's a lad who he's a Londoner who plays for Chelsea yeah. just like if I was good at football I'd be a Londoner who played for Chelsea so I want players who have the DNA of Chelsea Football Club in, intertwined into their soul from a young age but that's not what we're trying to do we're trying to make money and when you look at what we do we make a fortune you know you sell Christian Atsu you, you bring him in you groom him for a bit you sell him a, a huge profit <laughs> not like that man. <laughs> you sell him you know you sell him to Newcastle 8 million quid and it's a huge success. You bring Nathan Ake in, you send him to Bournemouth for 15 million quid. This is, these are huge sums of money for players, and that's the point of it. <laughs> so it's a, it's a massive success. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Um, right, let's play the game. <laughs> <laughs> so these players, these are, some of these players are, were Chelsea players, right? And Rory is Mr. Chelsea. Rory knows Chelsea, but does he know these this silly amount? His Twitter name is Chelsea Rory. Yes, yeah. That's just that's just like the club I support and my name. I understand. Yeah, I understand how you. But you get it. I was just treated like these guys. uh, Okay, it's not going to work out for them on the first team level. I don't know, I've come up with a great idea. Oh, what? I brought Chelsea. I'm named Rory. I've fucking got the best Twitter handle on earth. Yeah. No, QPR James. QPR James. Tottenham Gary. Tottenham Gary. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just intrigued to know, like, do these youth team players have an impact on, on Chelsea fans? Do you know them or not? Yeah. Right, so one is, I'm going to give you two names. I've got four and sets I, of these. And what, one of them is... One, uh, of them's, one of them's a football manager regenerated... Player. And one's a real one. One's a real player. One's a real in the player. So I'm, I'm identifying the real player. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Right. 
Uh, Ulysses Davila and Todd Kane. <laughs> Todd Kane definitely played for Chelsea. Yeah? 100%. He's a regenerated player, Todd Kane. Todd Kane isn't a regenerated no, player. No, they're both saying no. Both, oh, really? Oh, God, I'm mixed up. He's got a muddled up. They're both Chelsea U players. Oh, are they? Oh, damn. Oh, my God. Just go each way. And then Craig can tell us whether or not they're right. Let me finish. That was the test. That was the test. Right, next one. I've got to hope this works. Islam Feroz. Rodolphe Labadie. Islam Farouz 100% plays for Chelsea. Signed him from Celtic. But did Rodolphe Labadie? I thought that Chelsea? wasn't the game. Just answer. No, he didn't. That's Correct. A fake name. Correct. Well Correct. Right. Prince Zalami. Prince Salami. Zalami. Oh, right. I was like, That's definitely a region. Christian Cuevas. <laughs> Next gen. Do you know? Regen. You know Craig. Craig knows. The first one played for Chelsea. Prince Zalami. No, the other one. <laughs> That's the second one. Isn't the it? second one. Sorry, I forgot <laughs> the order in which you said them. Prince Zalami. Prince Zalami is a fake. Prince Zalami. That is correct. That is a fake. Yeah, Christian Cuevas uh, did play for Chelsea. Um, Alex Davy or Eugene Raban. Alex Davy played for Chelsea. Correct. He does know his stuff. Well done. I think we'll all agree game. that that was a good game. It's a good that game. Wasn't good. Can you do one well, when when we don't have a guest? Can you do that for me? Absolutely. Tottenham, thanks. Oh, mate. Do you, do you, have, do you, do you have know who you use? Not really, and that's why I'd be fine. Right, it could be fine. <laughs> right. uh, and that's your lot. Yeah, cheers. Um, family. Remember, download the app. Because if you don't league, download guys. the app and you, and you like this, it will go away. <laughs> like, like, literally, it will go yeah. away. It won't be here forever. If you download and play the game, it will be here forever. As long as you're downloading and playing... <laughs> It will stay. How about that? Yeah. Hard. It's gone with the hard it's good. Yeah, you've got to be honest. Yeah, no, like, download the app. It's not a problem. The link's going to take you two minutes of your time. And then play. Other side of it is a bit of a community. We've got a league. So come and have a look. And you can, we can chat together. That I, is actually, I'm involved in that. That is true. We've got a little chat room going. We've got a league. We've got a banter flowing. Get involved. It's good fun. As promised, and hopefully you've uh, commented down below, uh, we had the question. We'll give you the answer now. Who are the only two players to win full England caps with five different Premier League clubs each? Craig, do you know? Scott Parker one. Scott Parker is one. Come Correct. on, boy. Charlton Athletic. Peter Crouch. No. Charlton Athletic, Chelsea, Newcastle United, West Ham United and Spurs. Yes. And the other one was... He's a journeyman. I'll give you his initials. E-H. Eamon Holmes. Eamon Holmes is correct. <laughs> no. Emil Heskey. Of course. It was Leicester City, Liverpool, Birmingham City, Wigan Athletic and Aston Villa. Literally Miller. for a second I was like, I've never even heard of Eamon Holmes. <laughs> Uh, Rory, thank you very much. Thank you. It's been a joy. Uh, for it's been a joy. Us, it's been a joy. Uh, Rory will be on Social Club on Monday, as will Flav, as will I. Make sure you check that out on Monday. It's going to be good, good stuff. Ball Street South representing. A lot of, a bit of hate for Ball Street South, but we, we plough. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. From we've been comments. trolled. Yeah. Well, we've no. been trolled by Ped and Paul. I've got enough trolling. I can't, really? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Expect some more on Monday. Oh, they'll sure. get over it. Sure. And on Sunday, uh, the Sunday breakdown, me chatting to you, chatting to me about the football. So come and get involved come and get involved um, subscribe to the channel of Ball Street we're going to be doing a couple of other little videos quickly on the Fan League channel so go check that out as well and we'll see you next week at 10am on a Friday <laughs> <laughs>
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 